Hello, welcome to the fifth episode of the CityWire Selector MedTech Under the Microscope podcast. MedTech or medical technology has emerged as a fascinating theme with COVID-19 pushing health concerns higher up people's agendas, but also onto the investment radar of many asset managers in this space. But what areas does it cover and how can people focus their attentions properly? I'm Federica Tedeschi, a reporter CityWire Selector, and joining me today is Alliance Bernstein Vinay Tapper, Fund Manager of the AEB International Healthcare Fund. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. What do you reckon are the main healthcare trends today compared with the main topics when you first started in the healthcare sector? I've been investing in the healthcare space for uh, over two decades. Uh, and over that time, uh, there's been a tremendous amount of change in the healthcare sector. But what's been very interesting uh, with respect to the healthcare sector is the amount of innovation that is occurring outside of traditional drug development. Uh, So for example, uh, there's been a substantial improvement, I think, in the science around diagnostics. Uh, And much of this was aided uh, by the ability to sequence genes. Uh, so that uh, we are now, uh, I think, at the, at the very cusp of developing tests uh, that will help us detect cancer through a blood draw. So much like you would go to a doctor's office to get your cholesterol checked, uh, we think in the near future you'll be able to get a similar test for cancer. Uh, the other big development, I think, has been uh, sort of the rise of uh, what we call minimally invasive technologies. Uh, And the best two examples of those are sort of the rise of surgical robotics, uh, which I think has had a a really big impact uh, on those metrics, Uh, along with uh, catheter-based technologies. These are technologies where you use sort of a flexible tube and you put a device on that, so much like you would get a stent. My understanding is that you have a holistic view of the subject, but how does such a view manifest within your strategy? And how much does it contribute to differentiate your approach from others working within the same investment space? Uh, the data show that anywhere between 8 to 13% of drugs will succeed once they are in human clinical trials, which means nearly 90% of them will fail. So tasking a portfolio manager you know, who is probably pouring through financial statements with the job of trying to predict which drugs is going to work, I think over the long term uh, is a a riskier strategy. And so the approach we take uh, is to really just look at business fundamentals. We define a good business by two characteristics. Uh, The first is return on invested capital, so how capital efficient is the company. Uh, And the second is reinvestment rate. Are they taking their profits putting them back into the business so that they can unlock the power of compounding. So you run a thematic fund, but what do you think is the added value of a medtech-only product compared to a fund which invests only partially in the healthcare space? Investing in a sector-specific way, at least with the way we invest, is that uh, we think the clients should be rest assured that they're getting a consistent philosophy and process. So every company that um, makes it into the portfolio has been looked at through that same lens of capital efficiency 
and reinvestment rate. When you run a diversified portfolio, so that is if you're looking across energy companies, uh, healthcare companies, consumer companies, um, we find that that philosophy oftentimes is not consistent. So the way you analyze an energy company might be very different than the way you analyze a healthcare company. Healthcare is very unique in my view because there is inelastic demand. We will all unfortunately have to utilize the healthcare system in some way, shape, or form, whether it's going to a doctor's office or getting a prescription. On the other side of the equation, though, there's a tremendous amount of innovation happening. Uh, and so there are uh, very good, we think, secular growth opportunities in the sector. But present tense also mean that we are emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic, which has affected investors all over the world. So has the pandemic changed your approach to medtech investment in any way? What we did in and through the pandemic was no different than what we had done prior. So one thing I think was quite clear coming out of COVID was that the diagnostic infrastructure in this country and others was weak. So that is an opportunity, we think, for companies in the space. Um, another opportunity, uh, we think, are companies that are investing uh, more heavily in digital technologies to increase the efficiency of the healthcare system. I would like to look at the geographical side of things. It would be interesting to know toward which countries your fund is mainly tilted to, and also which countries are most ahead in the medtech space, in your opinion, and which ones still need to catch up. We don't um, construct the portfolio with an, a macro view. So we, we don't uh, start the year trying to think about whether we want to be overweight the United States or any other country. Uh, we also similarly do not start the year thinking about whether we want to own more biotechnology versus uh, healthcare providers versus tools or uh, medical device companies. Uh, the portfolio is constructed um, with a bottoms-up view and uh, we will populate the portfolio um, in a risk-aware manner, uh, making sure we try and exploit the best opportunities regardless of the country uh, or the sector that that company uh, uh, sort of resides. Now I would like to move into a more personal uh, question. Uh, how would you describe the most interesting moment in your career within the healthcare space? Uh, was very early in my career uh, at this investment bank um, having to predict uh, whether these very small biotechnology companies uh, would have a successful clinical trial result or, or not. Uh, and when you got it right, you, you, know, you felt like a hero because the stock would go up 100% or 200% and you really felt like uh, you, know, you were excellent at your job and then when you picked one that didn't work and the stocks went down 75%, you know, you, you thought that maybe you, that this wasn't the right profession for you. Um, I, and I think that that was enlightening in the sense that it, it really got me thinking about um, whether this was the right approach. And so I spent um, a, a fair amount of time over my subsequent career uh, trying to look for an approach that made sense. And now I would like to look into the future. 
What is your outlook for the medtech sector and what investment themes and opportunities are you assessing for the year ahead? But I'm optimistic for this sector. I think uh, we are just, um, we've sort of always been at the cusp of real innovation. I think that continues to be true today with all the advancements in, in sequencing, in robotics, in software, in drug development, the rise of new drug development technologies, whether it's you know, gene therapy, gene editing, mRNA, all sort of, uh, similar types of technologies. Uh, it, it's going to be a very exciting next 10, 25, 50 years. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Federica. It was a pleasure to be with you.